Bronco Nation News Live is presented by RowPaint.com, the official paint and coatings company of Boise State Athletics. Power in people, pride in painting. Check them out at ROEPaint.com. Now, here's BJ Rains. This is Bronco Nation News Live. The best interviews, the most informed opinions, the latest breaking news, all from the top Boise State insiders. Joining BJ Rains today is KTVB Sports Director Jay Tust. Check him out on Twitter at KTVB Sports Guy and make sure to check out KTVB.com. Today's broadcast is coming from the Cutwater Spirits Can Cocktail Studios. Check out one of their more than 30 flavors of pre-mixed premium cocktails at your local gas station or grocery store. Now here's Jay Tust and BJ Reigns with another edition of Bronco Nation News Live. I'm uh, watching that intro there, Jay. We, we have some fun on this show. There's some funny uh, Matt Bowser walking off the plane, and there's uh, just joking around with uh, drunk guys at the James on the post game show with Kent Riddle. I mean, it was uh, it's been a fun uh, 18 months or whatever it's been now uh, with Bronco Nation News Live, Bronco Nation News, and. Uh, yeah, thanks to uh, Colin Mitchell before he left. He updated the intro video a couple weeks ago, and I was just—I don't know why—I've seen it 50 times, but I was just sitting there watching some of those clips, and I was like, "Man, it's been a—it's been a fun ride, man!" And uh, happy to have Jay Tust along for that ride. Uh, sports director at KTVB joins us twice a week. He's severely underpaid, so go subscribe so I can uh, up his pay and keep him around for football season. Uh, go subscribe, BroncoNationNews.com. Uh, better yet. Uh, Come to the golf tournament. We can uh, pay Jay with some of the golf tournament money. So uh, come to the golf tournament, get your free glove, watch Jay hit one 400 yards on the opening tee shot, and uh, we'd like to see you June 2nd. How's it going, Jay? I'm good. Three weeks away uh, from this Friday. Is that right? It is. Pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah. And I, was quick. Put, I was putting together the uh, guest list, and it's it's uh, it keeps getting more and more impressive uh, by the day. We have uh, – you know, everybody knows about Coach Rice and Coach Burns and Coach Durier. Uh, we got a lot of current players playing as well, whether it be Tyson Degenhardt, RJ Keene, who are both going to be involved in the uh, celebrity shot on hole 17. So each group's going to get a chance to meet them, get a photo with them, and then potentially use their tee shot. Uh, and then uh, we got some football players, one of one who we'll talk about today, Riley Smith, DJ Schramm, Jonah Dalmas, uh, Tubner, Canijo, a lot of guys. Actually, Luke Voorhees is playing as well, too. The tight ends will be out there uh um this week but uh we got some coaches coach schultz but uh, he may if they're in the college world series i'm not sure which one he'd choose but he may have to decline if they're in the college world series for softball um i'm excited about a couple newcomers though sean garris the uh, volleyball coach uh who is a very good golfer uh he will be uh out there playing as well and then uh, gordy presnell uh not a big golfer but has agreed to uh, come out and hang out and speak to the crowd for a little bit so excited to have gordy presnell out there as well um, so a lot of other folks as well. And so it is really going to be a, a who's who of, uh, you know, the local, uh, the local team uh, in the blue and orange. And so excited to have them out there. And, uh, that's not even talking about a lot of the former players, whether it's Winston Venable, Matt Bowser, Vinny Peretta is going to be out there. Ryan Winterswick, uh, who else? I don't want to leave some people out. Uh, oh man, we got, uh, Thomas Spurbeck, Jonah, D uh, who's the, uh, Tyler Rasa, uh, Kent Riddle is going to be out there, former coach. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Hope you'll join us. I need like four or five more foursomes. Let's go folks. Buy a foursome, help us sell this thing out, raise more money for the Idaho youth sports commission. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun June 2nd at Timberstone. So get more information, bronconationnews.com slash 
golf. Jay, have you played uh, around or even taken a, a shot, or can we get you out there? Do, do you need one of these? Uh, I got the free round of Timberstone cards here. Would you like to try to get out to play around before? I might need one of those. Yeah, I, I located my golf clubs yesterday. Okay, that's a start. Because I was just uh, trying to have, my uh, you know, cleaning the garage on, out. Nothing on your plate, nothing on your mind these days. So I know you just have so much free time sitting around to uh, go play golf. So uh, we need to get, yeah, you out, get you out on the course before June. You at least got to get to the driving range that week before, before the I time. hope so. I hope so. We have a little uh, debate. I mean, we have to maybe, maybe we raise some more money for the Idaho Youth Sports Commission, but the uh, Atkinson's Mirror and Glass was wanting you back, and now there's some other groups that are wanting you too. So we'll have to figure out, uh, you know, what we're going to do. I never would have thought of that. Wow. So, uh, you're, you're in high demand, Jay Tuss, for the uh, Bronco Nation News Golf Tournament. And quick shout-out to the Morales brothers, uh, Derek uh, and Jordan. They do such a tremendous job. We had a meeting on Sunday, and they're back as volunteers, and we're a little more official. Last year we kind of showed up and – Here's what we're doing. We actually had a little meeting, Jay, on Sunday for the volunteers to uh, try to uh, – it's going to be uh, with, with the afternoon flight as well. There's a lot more logistics involved. So we're, uh, we got the volunteers together and, and uh, found out we got to have a, a witness, by the way, at the hole-in-one. Last year we got lucky nobody made it, but uh, we wouldn't have counted last year if somebody made the hole-in-one because we didn't have a, an extra witness at oh, the wow. hole according to the, uh, the contract that's on the insurance from Lithia Ford. And now it's going to be even more official because they'll have the vehicle out there and we'll have uh, somebody watching the hole. And so we uh, we got to have some more volunteers, more more logistics involved. But on a Sunday afternoon, the Morales brothers, uh, among others, gave up like an hour of their time to come hang out. And uh, we appreciate them and uh, their um, support of BNN. And, and I just wanted to give them a quick shout out. They're going to be out there bright and early before 6 a.m. helping set up. Uh, having uh, Jay's cart already gassed up, ready to go when he arrives, you know, a minute before tee off. And, yeah, exactly. Uh, and uh, we, we appreciate the Morales brothers and, and what they're doing in the, the Blue Collar Club as well. And speaking of the Blue Collar Club, Jay, we're going to talk tight ends, by the way, here in a little bit and talk football. But speaking of the Blue Collar Club, I was talking to our friend Joel York, uh, who kind of heads up the Blue Collar Club. He reached out to me yesterday. He's actually flying to San Diego uh, to support the softball team in the uh, conference tournament. I said, you got work meetings out there or what? He goes, no, I'm going to watch some softball. So uh, shout out to Joel York. He'll be out there, the Blue Collar Club. And uh, I believe the team leaves either today or tomorrow. They play Thursday. Uh, they'll play the winner of the uh, San Jose Fresno State game. But uh, the softball team, Jay, uh, me and Johnny briefly touched on it yesterday, but obviously first appearance of the week for you. They win the conference championship on Friday, I said Saturday originally because I forgot the series was Thursday, Friday, Saturday. They win the first two games on Thursday and Friday. They win the second regular season Mountain West title in program history. And again, I know they only started in 2009 in the WAC. They're a fairly new program, uh, you know, by by those standards. But uh, win the conference title. And now, uh, you know, still some work to do here at the conference tournament. As I know you talked to Coach Schultz, too, but he told me, he's like, last year I was ticked off. They didn't have a conference tournament. This year I'm ticked off. They do have one because they could have already been in the tournament. But uh, they win the conference. Huge accomplishment and uh, more work to be done this week at the conference tournament. Yeah. Um, I uh, First off, Joel is an awesome dude, and I, I love how much he he cares about Boise State athletics. I mean, he is, he is good. And same with the Morales brothers. Those guys are amazing as well. I actually saw um, them out at the softball game. Was it last weekend or the weekend before? Um, can't really remember. But, yeah, saw, saw them uh, not too long ago. And Is that the four-hour uh, game we sat through together? I know, right? Jeez. But I'm excited for the softball team. And I, I know that you guys talked about this yesterday, so I don't know how much time you want to spend on it. But um, Justin Schultz has really done an amazing job in, in two seasons over there. And to the point where I, I know that his his tenure is only two seasons, but as a head coach in the Mountain West, he has like the highest or one of the highest winning percentages of all time. 
first softball coach in the league. And I, I think that just because he's been here for so, such a short amount of time, that might be might be overlooked. But uh, he is a he is a winner, man. And it they aren't going anywhere but up. Um, seems like facility upgrades are on the way. I know that I kind of piggyback piggybacked off your tweet the other day, BJ, talking about lights, and um, I was uh, talking about it with a certain administrator over at Boise State not too long ago. And it's it's cool that the Boise State women's softball team or the Boise State softball team went out and they got it done. Like they are forcing the issue now that uh, they basically put you know, an, an end date on this thing, the Boise State has to have lights or else they're not going to rightfully host a conference tournament that that they went out and they earned. And I, I, I just think that's awesome. And this team is really dangerous. Their offense has carried them all season long. Uh, this last weekend at Fresno State, they're pitching. Lindsey Wall Jasper as well as Taylor Cottle were really, really good. And it's going to take a team effort to emerge on top of this conference championship that's, uh, that, that looms in just a few days. Yeah, there's the bracket. Uh, San Jose State, Fresno State will play at 10 a.m. Uh, Pacific time. Boise State plays the winner as the one seed. Then they will go down the line, their double elimination tournament. And it does sound like, Jay, I know you've heard the same thing, but it sounds like at a minimum they plan to be able to bring in some portable lights to be able to host the tournament. So I think that's going yeah. to happen. Uh, they're they're going to try to get some full-time lights put in, but you're seeing with the soccer field, that's not as easy as just getting the money and putting it in. There's, there's, you know, city, city, uh, you know, things you have to get approved and uh, waivers and things like that. But it does sound like at a minimum, those like portable lights you see in parking lots and stuff, they'll, they'll bring those in and they'll be able to host the conference tournament. And yeah, Justin was funny about that. We we're talking about it. Like he's like, yeah, as soon as I hang up with you, I got to go call uh, Jeremiah and find out what the plan is and what day those are going in. Cause uh, he's been putting the pressure on the athletic department with winning. And I think even Jeremiah put out a tweet, like up, oh, you put it, you know, here we go. We got to get it done now. I mean, uh, he's putting the pressure on him, but I think that's a good problem for the university to have. He wants the turf. He wants the lights. They need to expand the stadium, to be honest with you. I mean, there's a lot of things they need to do. I mean, 350 bleacher seats uh, when they're getting 1,000 fans for some of these games is is uh, not enough, and I think they all mm -hmm. know that. And uh, I know they had some some goals to improve the facilities at the soccer or at the uh, softball field, but uh, as you said, Justin Schultz is certainly uh, putting the pressure on Jeremiah Dickey and company to speed that up. Well, I, you know, even Donna Larson Park, when it was originally constructed, it felt like it was more of just a let's get this thing up and and meet Title IX demands and those things. I don't know if it was meant to necessarily be a, a, an elite venue for entertainment. And now you look at a team that in back-to-back -back seasons has reset the program record in home runs. Uh, they still have a ton of talent coming back next year. And it just feels like this is a program that's scratching the surface of their potential. And Justin Schultz sees it. Like, if, if you can... I think another reason why to act with a sense of urgency is because you have something really good uh, with, with Justin Schultz. And if you can upgrade the venue, if you can probably pay him a little bit more, he's a guy that could be here. It, it feels like for a while. I mean, he, he really likes Boise and sees the potential in it. And um, it just seems like that. And it, he would be, he and he and the field are, are worth the investment. When you see the product that they've been running out there, uh, they have been elite over the last two years. And, they're competing with San Diego State, a perennial power. They, the, San Diego State gets to play, you know, home games way earlier in the year, and they're they've been a perennial power in this league. And there are certain things that Boise State won't be able to overcome. But one thing they also need is they need turf. Uh, they need to be able to get on their field earlier. Um, it reminds me of my high school days. Like I, I went to Stadium High School. For those of you that don't know, that's, that's the high school and ten things I hate about you and. It looks like a castle. It's beautiful, but we don't have an on-campus baseball field. So literally all of our practices for varsity 
we're in our uh, we're in our gym. We dropped the hitting net. We took ground balls on literally the hardwood floor, which uh, the custodians and everybody just absolutely and basketball coach absolutely just loved. Uh, but but we had to do that, and that's kind of like what the the softball team has to do because their, the field doesn't drain team. super well. They didn't play a sorry to cut you off, Jay, but they didn't play yeah. a single practice outside until they got to UCF the day right. before their season opener. I mean, think about that for a second. Like they didn't get outside. They had to they were practicing inside the Cavan Williams Sports Complex all the way up until their season opener. Okay, and the top 15 team who'd been practicing outside for a month. Right, exactly. And and I think that, that says a lot about the program and what they've been able to do, despite the fact that um, you know, they haven't been been dealt optimal circumstances. Well, again, good luck to uh, Coach Schultz and the softball team. They will play Thursday. We'll talk about that. And then we'll obviously on Friday uh, talk about how uh, Thursday's game went. We're going to talk Boise State tight ends, Riley Smith. What should we expect from the group in just a second? But uh, first, here's a quick message from our proud sponsor, Sound Story. Mother's Day is coming up, and I have the perfect gift for you to give your mom this year. It's Sound Story. Hi, this is Joe Buck. Every year we try to come up with the best gift to show our moms how much we appreciate everything they have sacrificed and all they have done for our families. With Sound Story, you can give a gift that mom will love and the whole family will love as well. Sound Story gives you and your family, brothers, sisters, and or moms, grandchildren, whatever, the chance to tell stories of your childhood, your memories of the lessons your mom taught you, and the love she has given you. Sound Story is an hour-long interview conducted in person or via Zoom by your choice of BJ Raines, John Mallory, Mike Prater, or David McKenzie, and it couldn't be easier to purchase. Just go to mysoundstory.com, click on gift certificates, and present your mom with a gift on Mother's Day that she will treasure. And right now, all you have to do is enter promo code BNN15 to save 15% on your Mother's Day Sound Story gift card. Just go to mysoundstory.com, and enter promo code BNN15 for 15% of your Mother's Day gift that she and your family will never forget. What's up, y'all? It's RJ Keenan, Tyson Degenhart. We'll be coming out here at Timberstone June 2nd for the Bronco Nation News Golf Tournament. We're trying to raise money for the Idaho Sports Commission, and we want you all to have a fun day of golf. It's going to be beautiful weather and great people. Some of our coaches are going to be there, too, special guests. For more information, sign up for bronconationnews.com, and we'll have a great time. See you there. Well, there you go. We will see you there. I'm excited about that. And they've both uh, agreed to participate in the uh, celebrity shot, as I said. So you're going to get a chance to meet them, interact with them at the tee box at hole 17. And uh, that'll be a lot of fun. But uh, let's talk tight ends, Jay. I know it's uh, to some maybe not the most exciting position uh, on the field and maybe not the one that makes the biggest impact. I don't tell these players of parents or, or themselves, obviously. But uh, you know, yesterday was offensive line. Today's tight ends. It's not the quarterbacks. It's not the running backs. I get it. But uh, the tight ends uh, are, you know, when I put the question out there, as I do every year, um, you know, what, uh, you know, th- what questions do you have? What storylines do you have? Sure enough, there were two or three people that wrote back, well, are the tight ends going to contribute? What do we want? What are we going to get from the tight ends? I mean, people love the tight ends, Jay, at Boise State, don't they? It's like an infatuation, the tight end position at Boise State, going back to the, you know, early Jared Zabransky, early mm-hmm. 2000s, uh, when the tight ends would be in the ones in motion and moving around and having all this big impact uh, ever since, the tight ends, for whatever reason, and are the, are the tight ends going to get more balls? Seems like that was the question Kent Riddle every year we'd ask him. Yeah, it's a and it's a great question. Uh, I, I think that hopefully 
this goes back to the Jake Rowe days, right? Where Jake was catching like 35, 40 passes in a season and it was awesome. But he was also a little bit of a different tight end. It's not like he couldn't put his hand in the ground, you know, and, and line up in line. But he spent a lot of time kind of split out, you know, more acting as a wide receiver. And I don't know if um, they've had a guy quite like him since. Uh, Riley Smith was kind of in that mold, but now Riley's up to like 245. I mean, he is a versatile, big uh, tight end that can really do whatever you ask of him. And so I don't think that, you know, having a 40 catch season should be like the expectation, right? I think that if Riley can get into the range of a 30 catch season, I feel like that would be a success for him. I really do. I feel like uh, that that should be kind of... um I, I guess the expectation, but uh, just kind of recalibrating things a little bit because I, I don't think that the norm is having a tight end go up and grab, you know, 40 passes in a season. And then on top of that is how do you compliment him? Can, can Matt Louder continue to uh, make an impact and, and um, get increased playing time? Tiny Hopper is now gone. He's at Michigan State. He utilized uh, a grad transfer and entered the portal and wound up in East Lansing. So that will definitely give a guy like Matt Lauder, a big-time opportunity coming into the 2023 season. And I think part of the tight end position maybe not being quite as involved in the passing game is look at who Taylor Green has to throw to at receiver. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, the, receiving, the receiving room is stacked this year. You know, Riley Smith did prove Jay to be a pretty good – I don't even want to say check down. That's not fair. But uh, I thought he was a nice safety blanket uh, for, for mm -hmm. Taylor Green at times last year. 25 catches, a career high uh, last year for Riley Smith. Also a career high in receiving yards as well, uh, 214. Um, so, I mean, he has – you know, he only had eight catches the year before. We've been waiting and waiting. And last year, 25 and 214, like – a nice, quiet, like, you know, solid season for your tight end when you have those receivers. But, um, you know, you mentioned 25 to 30. C can he go 35? I mean, what was Jake mm -hmm. Rose? Was Jake Rose career high, like around 35, I believe? I'm trying to I, remember I, exactly what it was. I think it was 39. 39 does did. I almost said 39. That comes to mind. So, uh, I mean, is there any possible way or, or, or if he can get to if he can get over 25, if he can get to 25 again. Are we calling that a successful season? I, I would. Well, I think mean, the thing that the thing that a lot of people forget too, um, or they might even be, they, they might even count against tight ends. Uh, by the way, his career high 39 in 2017 at 410 receiving yards, nine touchdown catches that game. He was a red zone weapon. He also, if you remember, lined up in the uh, shotgun or in the uh, wildcat a few times, even had two rushing touchdowns. Uh, talking about Jake Rowe. But he had the sixth year guy. So Riley Smith needs a rushing touchdown this year. Not, he does. He, I, I, we still, He's still need to see the passing the ball in the sweep and oh yeah, passing one would be nice. To, With Riley having you know quarterback. quarterback roots, he initially committed to Boise yes. as a quarterback. It feels like at some point in time that's got to be utilized. Like they yes. got Bush Hamden's got to be over there scheming something up, a double reverse. I don't know what the heck it is, but something that would get Riley Smith uh, an opportunity or give Riley Smith the opportunity to throw a touchdown pass. Uh, for for Riley though, you know, and I think that this kind of went against him at times last year is that, you know, early on they had a little bit of trouble protecting the quarterback and whether that be on the line or the quarterback, I'm not going to get into that today, but either way they had to kind of keep him in more uh, than maybe they had wanted. And so if you do that, obviously your reception totals are going to drop a little bit because you're in pass protection instead of getting to go out and run routes. Sure. And oftentimes I think that that is almost um, counted against the, the tight end. And you're like, why didn't he catch more passes? Well, it, it has nothing – to do with him and more to do with what's going on. And now he has to adapt and mold, um, you know, his opportunities 
to better suit what the what the team needs, right? And if the offensive line can hold up this year, and if they can have if they have continuity and they protect Taylor Green, then all of a sudden Riley Smith gets to run a few more routes, which will make him available to catch a few more passes. And so I don't I don't even know if it's on Riley to catch more passes this year, BJ. I think it's probably on the pieces around him that will allow him to get out and kind of do those things. So 24 and a half is the Vegas number, 24 and a half. And would you go over or under? For I'll go over. Riley Smith, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go over on that. I, I like what you said, though, too, about the wide receivers. Typically, I mean, this is just the nature of it all, unless you're Travis Kelsey, which there's one of one. Yeah. Wide receivers are typically more explosive after the catch. It just is what it is. I don't even think that's like a critical thing to say. And so if you have the opportunity to throw to a tight end, or if you have the opportunity to throw to one of Boy State's wide receivers, you'd probably prefer to throw to one of the wide receivers because if they make a guy miss, they could be gone. And I, don't, I there's kind of those limitations usually on a tight end. Um, I, I think it just is what it is. Well, hey, Jay, I don't know if you can tell or not because this shirt's a little bigger, but uh, weighed in today, another two pounds down. Let's go. And, uh, we're, we're rolling thanks to Lean Feast uh, in Meridian. LeanFeast.com slash Meridian. Uh, love their food. It's so tasty, so delicious. It's so filling. It's not your typical meal prep service where you get these frozen meals in the mail. It's all fresh. It's all customized. You pick what you want. You pick how much of it you want. Two minutes in the microwave, and you're eating surf and turf for lunch. Healthy, fresh meals. Leanfeast.com slash Meridian. Highly recommend going to check them out. Dave and his staff do a tremendous job. He's got some NIL deals with Taylor Green, Ashton Genty. Uh, some other players are coming soon. Highly, highly recommend Lean Feast, one of our new sponsors here. And uh, I'm pretty much eating Lean Feast meals exclusively, Jay, during the month of May. And uh, I can tell an immediate difference. And uh, some of these BNN shirts are starting to fit a little bit better. So um, not quite ready to give the, the full amount lost, but it's starting to creep up there a little bit. LeanFeast.com slash Meridian. Check them out. They're right there, by ironically, right next to the five guys there near uh, Eagle Road and Eustick uh, in Meridian. So go check them out. Uh, tell them you heard them on BNN and they'll hook you up with a sweet deal, but uh, it's like cheaper than going to Chipotle or Subway or anything too. It's cheaper and it's better and it's healthier. Check it out. Leanfeast.com slash Meridian. We are broadcasting from the Cutwater Spirits mobile studios. They'll be out there at the golf tournament with uh, some free samples. Jay Tuss, not sure if you have to go into the office afterwards on Friday, but free samples of Cutwater Spirits on Friday at there at the uh, golf tournament on June 2nd. So make sure you check that out. I highly recommend the Mai Tais if they've got them out there. The uh, Long Island iced teas are tremendous as well. Cutwater Spirits, more than 30 flavors, pre-mixed premium cocktails. Pick one up at your local gas station or grocery store. I'm sporting the RowPaint.com hat today. RowPaint.com. I got the golf balls in too, Jace. They're a real nice on really nice upgraded golf ball from last year as well. And you get a sleeve of golf balls at the tournament. We may have two or three sleeves for Jay. Uh, and that's for the front nine based on his drives. Uh, if we can keep them straight or not, Jay, we'll, we'll see. But um, both logos, BNN and Row Paint on the ball. We appreciate them. Five times stronger than epoxy to one-day install. Their concrete coatings, highly recommend it, rowpaint.com. Lithia Ford of Boise, another big sponsor. They're going to have, as we said, the, uh, the car out there. They're giving away a uh, Ford Bronco Sport for anyone that gets a hole-in-one in the golf tournament. Check them out, lithiafordboise.com for their full inventory of vehicles. It's grilling season. You know what that means. Awesome sales and deals down at Lithia Ford Boise, Idaho Central, Credit Union, ICCU.com. The best in mobile e-branch online banking. More than 550,000 Idahoans have made the switch. The number continues to climb. You can, too. Get more information, ICCU.com, or check out a local branch. There's one pretty much at every corner. Jay, you know, uh, 
you know, Riley Smith didn't have to come back for this year. I mean, this is his sixth season. He's been around here for a long time. He's one of the furthest away from home on the team coming from uh, Florida. I mean, uh, the, the fact that Riley Smith wanted to come back and be a part of this team for another year, um, you know, some unfinished business, I think, when it comes to the conference championships and things like that. But uh, what, what, do you, what do you make of this Riley Smith wanting to come back and being a, a team leader and might be a guy that, you know, isn't the most productive player on the roster in terms of, like, career stats and things like that. But, you know, it's kind of the face of the the, the team, and, and it wouldn't shock me if he's one of those guys with a picture on the side of the uh, stadium this year. Um, just, you know, we talk about the production, but everything else that Riley Smith brings to the table, how, how important is that for this team? I think it's extremely important. And, and you know, as well as anybody, VJ, like Riley Smith's a great leader. You talk with him, and, and he loves his role that he's in right now. You can see he's sporting that proud Mountain West graduate logo on that jersey that you're throwing up on the screen. He's a he's an important part of this team, and he's probably one of the more consistent players on the team. Like you, I know you want to say like impact and things like that. A lot of his impact probably goes unnoticed in the blocking game, whether it be run or pass. But I think he's also one of the most consistent players on the team, not only in terms of production, but in terms of of character. I think he's extremely valued to this Boise State football team this this coming season. We got about four minutes left. I mean, let's do hit on some of these other guys, though, because mm-hmm. um, you mentioned Matt Lauder, four catches for 40 yards last year and, you know, kind of came on a little bit. We talked to him this spring, I think, was one of the first media sessions he's yep. done. Um, you know, aside from him, you have Austin Terry, Caden Dawson, Luke Voorhees uh, on the roster, Jack Beresford uh, as well. Um, you know, what, 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 you know, again, Riley Smith's going to play a lot, and we'll see what they, you know, how much they use the tight ends and how much they rotate them. You know, Nick Fisher on the ICCU YouTube chat says Coach Hamden definitely used the tight ends at Washington. Um, Ashley English talking about uh, really going to miss Hopper this year. You mentioned Hopper leaving, mm-hmm. obviously uh, Raftall as well. So there is playing time available. Um, what what do you make of the group behind Riley Smith? Riley Smith is a sixth year senior. Outside of him, they don't have an upperclassman. Everybody else is a redshirt sophomore or younger, and they have very limited playing time. There's probably going to be a lot of pressure on Matt Lauder to really step up this year because Boise State loves to use two two tight end sets. And we know that Riley Smith is going to be there, and who's going to compliment him? As I said earlier, it's got to be Matt Lauder. It, it, I, it feels like he has the size, the versatility to be that guy. He's very similar to, to a guy like Riley Smith in terms of stature. He's 6'4", 245. Riley's 6'5", 245. Um, if Boise State's going to take the next step, they need the San Diego native, native to, to make a big step in this offense this season. And behind him, I mean, you have to have some development. Austin Terry um, is, is a redshirt freshman. I'm, I'm interested to see Caden Dawson, how he comes in. Because besides those guys, you have Jack Beresford, a a walk-on and I know he's got a little bit of experience under his belt transferred down from Washington state along with his big brother Jack Bearsford who's going to be a, a fixture on the offensive line but they need some of those young guys to really come along and develop over the course of the summer if uh, they're going to put this thing together in the fall what are we expecting from Bush Hamden's offense in terms of using the tight ends it sounds like they are back to kind of you know the uh the Harson days uh and and prior to that and you know when Bush Hamden played here. Brian Harson was his offensive coordinator. Chris Peterson was his head coach. When Hamden was at Washington for a minute, Chris Peterson was the head coach. Uh, so I, I think that they're going to kind of get back to to shifting and and really using those tight ends as, as almost a chess piece to 
create mismatches and and things like that. And I I do think that they're going to be a, a they're going to have a key role in this offense. I don't know if it's a forty to fifty catch key role, but they're going to have a key role in this offense. Hey, shout out all of our sponsors, United Commercial Insurance, Boise Dentistry Co. Naismith actually just was over there right now before school getting a tooth pulled at Boise Dentistry Co. Kind of tricked Ooh. him a little. Kind of tricked him a little. Uh, didn't let him know what why he was going, and then uh, they did pull the tooth. But uh, appreciate Boise Dentistry Co. We, we we're very glad that we made the switch. And uh, Jay, it's not just lip service. Uh, you know, I use the sponsors myself. I'm clients. Uh, I support these sponsors because they're good companies and they do good work and they support the local community as well. It's not just, you know, Hey, we'll throw your stuff up there and take your money and tell people it's a good deal. We, we use all these companies. We have United commercial insurance is a, is our, you know, who we use for our business insurance and we shop at Ridley's and Matt Bowser does a great job with Bowser real estate. And so we just uh, want to thank all of our sponsors. I got short on time. Didn't get to give them all their proper love today, but uh, the blue and orange store, go check them out. Free shipping, any order over $40. If you need that new job, transportation compliance service uh, can help you out as well. Jay, always appreciate the time. That'll do it for today's show. We'll do it again on Friday. Uh, Do we have a, do we have a, uh, do we have a, a fun topic on Friday? I'm trying to remember what uh, what's on my list here. Uh, Friday will be based on – oh, I don't have the list in front of me. But uh, tomorrow, Cody Gogler is going to join me, and we're going to huh. talk about the uh, fan experience at Albertson Stadium, the new scoreboard this year that will be up and rolling, what else is new in terms of the lights, what else should be expected for uh, the fan experience. And uh, it looks like um, the, we're going to talk the schedule, the record at the end of September – we're going to get into how how difficult is this early season schedule, Jay? What record should be expected? What record uh, should fan, you know be okay with? Three and two? I mean, mm-hmm. two and three? I mean, it's a brutal early season schedule. So we'll talk about that on Friday. We'll be watching you all week on KTVB. Checking you out on Twitter at KTVB Sports Guy. I'll always appreciate it, Jay. And we'll uh, we'll talk to you Friday, man. Sounds good, bud. There he is, Jay Tuss, Sports Director, KTB. Always appreciate his time. Always appreciate you guys for checking out the show. Thanks again, Cutwater Studios and our title sponsor, RowPaint.com. Have a great rest of the day. If you uh, missed any of the episode, you can go subscribe to our YouTube channel, watch the full episode, watch yesterday's episode with Johnny or any previous ones as well. Uh, Full breaking news, anything happens, we'll have you covered, BroncoNationNews.com. Otherwise, we'll talk to you tomorrow, 9 a.m., Bronco Nation News Live, BroncoNationNews.com.